We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Our Grow Lincoln Facebook page has nearly 6,500 likes and over 7,000 followers. As long as you're an advertiser on our show, we promote your on-air interview and podcast on this page. Message us on Facebook or Twitter X if you'd like to join the Grow Lincoln family. And this segment is possible today because of Body Fit Training and Sorghum United. Coming up on the show, hiring high school and college students, how to work with them. Angela Paolini from Service Master Professional Building Maintenance. Also, we'll talk to Lincoln Electric System. They're going to they're going to speak to us about winterization and what what's the word for summer? Summerization? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't think that's right. Summarize. <laughs> Summarizing <laughs> your home. Well, anyway, they'll they'll know what the right word is. Uh, Roger Frank will be in, and then Kyle Fisher from Realtors Association. War stories from people purchasing real estate. Well, let's introduce our first guest and summarize. <laughs> no, she's not summarizing I our know. summer. <laughs> This is, she's going to talk about hiring students. <laughs> this is Angela Paolini from Service Master. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, How you, are you? We are doing well. Well, you are our on-the-ground eyes and ears about what it's like trying to hire in the service industry. So we like to get you in to hear what's going on in Lincoln. Um, what are the most common profiles of people that come to work for a cleaning organization? I would say people looking for part-time jobs as well as um, a flexible schedule. So students actually is a good one, we would think. Um, we probably don't get as many um, as I would have thought we would. I know some other janitorial companies um, in other cities, like other service master franchises, do do very well with college students. Um, we have more people trying to like pay off a loan have some debt, uh, just need a part-time job along with their full-time job, um, as well as it's kind of despair. There's a, there's a huge gap. It's either that or it's, that's all I can do is, is clean. Um, that's, you know, I need, I need a full-time job. Could I please get a full-time job? And we only have so many full-time jobs. Right. I can understand that. Is it harder to hire college kids now that's that they have these stu student debt loans and it's so prevalent more than what it was in the past, or is it kind of the same? It's, it sounds like they don't want to work on debt until later in life. Yeah, yeah that's what it sounds like because they don't seem to come do knock down our doors <laughs> for a job. <laughs> <laughs> when you do get them, are you having to bend over backwards more to accommodate schedules maybe than you did 10 or 20 years ago? You know, it, that would be that would be the case with a lot of our employees, not just not our college just students. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people, like I said, like our job uh, offerings because of the flexibility. And there are certain customers where we have to clean a certain day, a certain time. But there are some customers who are willing to move that around. Um, you know, timing wise, like right. maybe I can't start at six, but can I start at eight? 
Hmm. And that's okay. You know, we can do that. We just have to then work into the, you know, wee hours, but we already do that. And to so. reiterate, you're not cleaning homes. Nope. You're, we're cleaning it's businesses. All office buildings, yep. manufacturing plants, medical right. facilities. That's and, right. And so that nobody's kind of there usually at night. So, so is hours. six o'clock kind of the typical time that you start? Five o'clock. Um, okay. Banks are a little bit later because they're open a little later. Um, but yeah, about five o'clock. Is when you wish you could start. Yes, yes. <laughs> and a lot when of you're them. accommodating, you take what right. You, you what take you, what you can, what get. You can yeah. get. Um High school and college students, they they're not a protected class. Their schedules change. Um, that makes it hard to want to hire and retain them. Um, if if targeting them as employees or having them as employees is a part of uh, at least mm-hmm. some part of what you're doing. Do you have to navigate around age discrimination issues? Right. Um, no, no, we don't. We honestly, because of the type of business that we are, where we are always looking for people, we are fine with whatever age. We tell people at 16, we'll hire you. We have to I work. I was going to ask what the youngest yeah, age. Yeah, 16. We have to work around um, the, the laws, you know, as right. far as employing a minor goes. But otherwise... We will hire them. Because and if they're six, well, okay, if they're 16, are there state regulations yes. that they work less hours than a 17-year-old? Correct. Or? Well, or an 18 or maybe even a 19-year-old, I think, in Nebraska. But, yeah, the, the timing, like they can't work past, a certain, like, midnight, I think. Um, they okay. can't drive uh, vehicles for us. Mm. They can't be in a hazardous, you know, kind of a position, like driving a forklift or something, which we don't have that. But... Um, there's really not, it's just, like I said, the amount of hours, like what their schedule looks like. That's, is the, really that's the your only predominant mm-hmm, uh, stumble, you, yep, you know, yep. stumbling block there. I okay. just wonder how many people in Lincoln go out and start a business, maybe in a restaurant or whatever, and or a, the trades, and don't even know some of these state regulations oh, that you have right, to follow, right. especially when they are teenagers. Yeah, I hope they do. <laughs> 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 well, what what resources do you guys use to learn about human resource laws? Mm-hmm. Do you have a staff person or do you go, you know, online or go to somebody in the community to learn these things? We have a PEO, so we have a co-employer who handles all of our paychecks and our work comp and our insurance and our any legal issues. And they're basically our HR department. That's who you who you have to have. Yeah, right? no, it's that perfect. They keep us. They keep our nose clean. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for providing a little insight to somebody starting a new business or someone who already has one and didn't know some of these things, Angela. Absolutely. Um, that you know, there's so much to be aware of when when you're hiring. I just got to tell you, you know, you you bring up the teenager thing. Yeah. I had uh, somebody ask, "Hey, we've got a teenager that we'd like to have work during the summer," and I just go. I don't know all the rules and regulations on that, and I'm not going to do it. Because oh, sure. I, I just, I, 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 that's a whole other level. Yeah, that is. That is. Yeah. Yep. Well, thanks a lot, Angela. Coming up next, winterizing or <clears throat> summarizing <laughs> your home with Lincoln Electric System. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. To hear Grow Lincoln episodes with businesses opening, closing, and interviews with business owners and managers in our community, Check out KLIN.com and the podcast section of the website or Grow Lincoln on Apple Podcasts. And this segment is possible today because of Service Master Professional Building Maintenance and Trans World Business Advisors. Whether you're a business owner or even in your home, you're always having to think six months ahead on winterization and summarization of your heating, air conditioning, right. electric bills. Okay, summarization. We've been laughing about this. What is? What, hey, we've got the right person. Let's ask someone at Lincoln Electric. If you say winterization, what are you supposed to say in the summer? Our guest is Jay Goa from Lincoln Electric. How are you doing, Jay? I am good. What's the right word here? Well, so winterizing, summarizing. Summarizing? Just, really, you're just preparing your heating or cooling system to make sure it's working right. right so we can correct. say summarizing and summarization. That's <laughs> like okay it. with you guys. Huh? I well, like it. Well, thanks for coming. Uh, well, talk to us about what what we can be doing. I, You know, for a, in a cold weather climate, hard to think about in the summer, but in a cold weather climate, um, that's usually where most of our focus is, but there's also techniques that help us in the summer too. So, what what would you what do you wish consumers were more aware of? Well, first of all, I would start just to make sure that your systems are operating at peak efficiency, and what I mean by that is making sure that the unit is serviced. Um, one thing to think about if you have a gas furnace, um, part of the service they're going to check the heat exchanger, make sure it's not leaking. And when it's leaking, you potentially could get carbon monoxide into the living space. So uh, with that being said, it's essential that you do have functioning uh, carbon monoxide detectors. Um, obvious, check your filters on a regular basis. Replace them as needed. Um, a plug filter is going to make the system work harder and longer than it needs to. And then during the winter months, if you have southern-facing window, uh, utilize that solar heat gain. It's what I call free heat. Yeah, that's but true. You you definitely want to, if you have uh, blinds or drapes or window covering, if it's cloudy, or especially at night, you want to make sure they're closed. That's going to eliminate heat loss through the windows itself. And then uh, thermostat setback is a big thing when the business is closed. Um, at night is when it's going to be the coldest and once again, your heating system is going to work longer just to maintain those temperatures. So setting back the thermostat when the business is closed is, uh, I think, a big thing. Yeah. Uh, is there a preferred time of year to pursue energy efficiency updates? Well, ideally, uh, in my mind, uh, during the, you know, the spring or early fall, you know, before the system... Uh, fails potentially on extreme weather uh, conditions. Um, I, I really think preventative maintenance is huge. So 
ideally you should get 15 to 20 years out of your system and doing the preventative maintenance, having it serviced on a regular basis um, would be very beneficial. But when it does come time to replacing your heating or cooling system, you really want to look at high-efficient equipment, get bids on high-efficient equipment. And through our sustainable energy program, we have an incentive for high-efficient air conditioners and heat pumps. And air conditioner is going to be, you know, $600. Heat pump is going to be $800. Uh, one thing that Black Hills Energy does have rebates also for high-efficient furnaces and their uh, incentive is between 150 up to $900. So when it comes time to replacing, really look at what's out there rebate-wise. Wow. That's... You know, some of this, it's like, yeah, I know. I should be doing maintenance. I haven't gotten around to calling anyone to come out and, you know, do it. And th- And this can be whether it's your home or whether you're a landlord that owns an office or warehouse building or mm-hmm. strips, you know. Strip Center. And we live in such inflationary times. We are in an inflationary era, and it costs a lot to fix something that hasn't been maintained. So that's such a good Without it maintaining, so if you're not doing that, that system is going to potentially use more energy. Which is So if you're not maintaining it, yeah. Yes, the energy is inflating, and the cost of replacement is horrendous if you have not had to do that. Correct. Yeah. So talk about these, you know, SEP funds and the LED lighting uh, stuff. Yeah, you you guys are known for your remarkable lighting incentives. Yeah. Uh, So I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Actually, in 2024, we are going to phase out our lighting incentive. We're actually finding that, you know, LED lighting is more of the norm. So uh, 2024, our sustainable energy program, we're phasing out the lighting. So we're going to have a cap per customer. So if a customer's uh, upgrading the lighting to LED, uh, the total incentive that they can get is going to be $5,000. And the whole program itself um, is going to be capped out at about $200,000. Oh, okay. So See, uh, you've educated come, the public, haven't you? <laughs> Well, and, and, you know, early on, um, this has kind of been our bell cow. Um, You know, the lighting is year-round, so the opportunity for energy savings is there. So uh, if you're a small business and lighting, um, if you want to take advantage of the program, you know, now's the time to do it while the funds are still there. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming in. Again, like I say, we're in inflationary times Doing that maintenance, more important than ever. Yeah, I, I like the fact that you emphasize that. Trying to prevent replacement, more important than it ever has been before. Um, and yeah, pull down those shades, folks. <laughs> it's so easy to forget to do that, but yeah. it's, it's, it helps. Um, coming up next, uh, financial update, dipping into your 401k, all those do's and don'ts and things like that. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Everyone is excited about new business. And our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. If you missed the first part of the show about hiring teenagers and college students or how to keep your utility costs in check for inflation, find our podcast on the KLIN website under the shows tab or Grow Lincoln is also on Apple Podcasts. And this segment is possible because of Charter Title and Nebraska prep equipment. Dipping into that 401k, should you do it? This inflationary times, people are tempted. Welcome to the show, Roger Frank from Frank Financial Concepts. Hi, Robin and Dave. How are you guys today? We are doing pretty good. Hardship withdrawals from your 401k. I know people are tempted yep. to do that all the time. We see it. People, we see people starting businesses doing that. Right. Yeah. We yeah. do. I Some, have and well. I just cringe. I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, really? Um, recent report says Americans three times more likely to do this. That's exactly right, Robin. You know, Americans in growing numbers are relying on their retirement accounts to pay bills. Some of that's because of inflation, of course. More specifically, hardship withdrawals from 401k and related plans are up. Fidelity says it's important to have an emergency fund so you can avoid taking a hardship withdrawal. And we've mentioned that on the show in the, right. in the past as well. Why don't you give us some stats on what happens? Sure. From that report, uh, in 2018, about 2.1% of households with a 401k withdrew money to pay for a financial hardship. Two point one. I would have expected that number to be higher. Frankly, two two percent. Uh, yeah, I don't think two percent was too out of whack. I at least when I looked at that. Typical. I don't know if it's typical or not, but uh, I didn't think that it was too bad. But by the middle of 2023, that rate had more than tripled to six point nine percent. I think the clear message appears that that more households are in need of paying expenses than really what their income allows. Yeah, I mean, maybe 2% and 6% don't sound like a lot, but for it to triple. Yeah. yeah. And and that's still a lot of people, just, I mean, when you count the number of people. That's yeah, but lot. I think you also have to look at a lot of the uh, COVID money that was coming out. Uh, there was a lot of money that was coming into people's pockets during that time, so they didn't necessarily need the hardship withdrawal. Now we're at the exact opposite. Do you think this is because of what, student debt, or what? what's the reason? Could be, uh, could be, but I think some of it has to go back to inflation. It's just things are costing more. People are feeling the pinch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what talk us to us about planning and how much people should have in an emergency fund? Yeah. So the you know first uh, you know many news outlets report or suggest that inflation is a big cause for the rise. We just talked about that. The New York Times were even quoted as saying high inflation, high inflation that is straining household budgets. Uh, it certainly takes more to live. And we mentioned that as well. But I think when you're planning ahead and having the emergency fund, it will help. I guarantee that. 
It may not eliminate the need, though. I think you should strive to have at least three to six months of income saved in an emergency fund. You never know when you're going to have to tap that emergency fund, so make sure you have it. Once you have established your emergency fund, though, I also talk uh, to clients about having a secondary emergency fund. I think those dollars you could put away, you know, maybe for that new car, uh, maybe the next vacation, uh, college tuition for the children, uh, or maybe a new roof on the house, as an example. But whatever you want to use that secondary emergency fund for, it's above and uh, beyond that initial uh, fund. Talk, talk about the type of risks you feel like you should take with those. Uh, yeah, how yeah. how risky can that fund be? Because you can get some pretty good interest rates if you're willing to kind of put yeah. it out there. Maybe if you're willing to pay a penalty to get it out. That's true. Uh, I, I guess in my opinion, if you're you're having an emergency fund and you don't know when you're going to need it, I think you're going to need that or have that available in a short-term need, which in my mind, that means it should be invested in savings accounts, uh, maybe CDs at a bank, uh, maybe a very short-term bond fund, uh, something of that order so you don't have a lot of fluctuation in the share price or value. That way it's available whenever you need it and you can tap it uh, and uh, pay off that emergency when it comes up. Well, good, good, just good practical advice. We're all looking at things we took for granted with fresh eyes in this inflationary environment. I mean, these yeah. things that our mothers told us when we were kids, all of a sudden it's like, yeah. It, it means something now. We all need to be reminded of those. Yeah. And the the one thing I, I, you hear it all the time from uh, financial planners, the emergency fund, you know, three to six months. I, I think that's yeah probably need to be more towards the higher end of that. And that's the bare minimum. Yeah. I, I remember when my child left home and had the first emergency and I was one of those moms that made her put something in a little savings account and she had it for that car that broke down, yeah. you know, she had it yeah. to help. Well, thanks a lot. Roger Frank is a registered representative of Securities offered through Bertha Fisher and Company Financial Services, BFCFS, a member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through BFC Planning, Inc. Frank Financial Concepts, BFCFS, and BFC Planning, Inc. are independent entities. I'm a client of Roger, and I am not being compensated. Coming up, kind of a kind of a fun um, segment that we have, war stories people tell when buying real estate. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Economic development is not boring. It's our future. 
It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Thanks for being with us today, whether that is on 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, streaming or podcast. And this segment is possible today because of John Henry's plumbing, heating, air conditioning and electrical. Lincoln Chamber of Commerce and Baylor Evnen Wolf and Tannehill Law Firm. War stories when buying or selling real estate. You and I see this, Dave, from a we perspective do. of business owners. And, of course, most of our realtor associates see it from the perspective of buying or selling a house. Um, thought we would talk about that a little bit today. Some of the things that realtors encounter with clients that didn't got themselves into a situation unwittingly. Yeah, Uh should we introduce our guest? Let's introduce our guest Let's first. Let's introduce our guest. Okay. Kyle Fisher is also with us from uh, Realtors Association of Lincoln. How are you doing today, Kyle? Well, I'm doing good. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, that, Dave. Always enjoy coming on the show to talk about real estate. It is so <laughs> fun to have you on. We're glad you came. Well, Robin, to your question, I can tell a story about a client uh, of mine that I uh, – they purchased some properties – uh, through a 1031 exchange, they were out-of-state people. They wanted to, at the time, simplify their life. Simplify and, their life. And they were in the multifamily business, sold those in another state, came here, purchased three properties that were exactly the same owner and then tenant in there. Which I and at a rate that I thought was way too high, and uh, unfortunately for these nice people, the husband who uh, at the time was more or less ramrodding their investment decisions passed away. Ooh, the wife was left with these properties where the operating entity filed for bankruptcy. Oh no, and. Just everything started going backwards for her, and she didn't <clears throat> she didn't know what to do. We tried to get things solved for her. It was really a mess, and frankly, they shouldn't have purchased the properties in the first place. And they it just goes to show how people need to use somebody to get a professional to advice. get a professional advice on yeah. these things. I, I I mean, literally, they lost millions. Oh gosh. I had a I had a client that bought a building without representation, didn't do inspections and ended up having to replace the elevator and during the course of the elevator not being not working, tenants said I can't be in your building. I have disabled clients. Right. I have to move out. Yeah, we you know this is stuff that we hear about all the time, anecdotally um, working with with realtors, and and it's it's our message that we try and preach as an advocate for realtors. This is the biggest transaction of somebody's lifetime in most cases. It is, yeah. yeah. And and realtors professionals, realtors are there for you um, to do things like inspections. But it it's not only that. It's there are studies out there and and Bright MLS which is uh one of the largest MLSs in the nation, multiple listing services. Um you know, they conducted research that showed 
Um, properties sold through a realtor on the multiple listing service sell twice as fast and sell for more money. Um, and so, you know, it's it's those anecdotes that you hear about that lead you to say you need help with this kind of transaction. Um, in And we hear it from our members when they drive through neighborhoods, whether it's going home or whether it's to showings, and they see for sale by owner signs, and they see how long they sit there, and they take it upon themselves to approach those folks, and they end up getting the house sold for them and sold quicker with less headache. And so I think if there's a message for what people would like to know, it's reach out to one because they'll tell you that, and they'll help you get it priced right. They'll help you get it sold quicker. They'll help you with the paperwork, and they'll help you get uh, what you're looking for out of the property. You know, something you said about about getting the better price with the realtors, you know, and it's because of the multiple listing system and the cooperation between competitors, essentially. Right. Um, it's still fierce out there often, but there is this sense of collaboration, and I've often wondered – why it is that real estate is the only industry that cooperates. I mean, we've we've got a hundred year track record of doing it. But boy, if I, you know, if I can't find the car that I want, I sure don't get any inter cooperation among car dealers. To <laughs> well, and, it, and 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 you know, maybe they might right? be on a website, but right. they aren't. They aren't driving me to the That's next. Right place to show me where the one is that I want and sharing the commission with that company. No, and, and that's what uh, that's what being a realtor is, is built upon, right? I know. It's cooperation. It's so unique. Yep, it's Furniture. Nobody does that with furniture. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's cooperation, Robin. You're exactly right. Real estate brokers who elect to be realtors agree that sharing the listing to the widest audience possible, possible. audience casting is the, worth it yep casting the biggest net um whether you know it's you benefiting or me benefiting really it's the client right, right. that benefits in the end and and that's you know it's that way for commercial it's that way for residential it's that way for anything they do you cast that net wide and far it's more than just one website on the internet that that a homeowner put theirs into these people don't understand you know the technical aspect could take an hour of this show that talk about how listings go from being entered by an agent in Lincoln, Nebraska, and can be seen on the internet internationally right. Right. through our IDX and web feeds. I mean, that's the basis of this, and that's why it's so important. Well, that's a fun yeah. thing. You know, we went on vacation to London, and I wanted to know what commercial buildings in London were selling and leasing for. It was so fun to walk down the sidewalk with my app, point it at the building, and see, oh, you just moved the decimal over one, and that's how much it costs in London. <laughs> I, I love doing that, too. You know, realtors and, and, and us administrators of the system are uh, privy of some of those uh, specialized apps, and, and so it is fun. To go to another to city. To go to another city. <laughs> you know, I, I land in San Francisco or Chicago, and, and you take some sort of transportation to your hotel, and it's fun to see a, a for lease or for sale sign in a building and pull that up and go, wow. This is what they're paying <laughs> yeah. out here. It's, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I agree. Uh, and, and that's why it's important to get that professional involved. Yeah, you could, you certainly couldn't do that if you were shopping in a furniture store in another city. <laughs> you would have to right. go to each website of each one. Yeah. 
Well, and your cooperation point to my story, these people, you know, I think a lot of people think, oh, I can just do everything just on the Internet. And that's what they did. And they didn't really know they didn't have somebody holding their hand through that transaction. And it it really cost them. You know, I went to a shopping center convention when I was early in my career and the Internet was just becoming the thing. And we were all there to learn about how many benefits there were from this national, you know, using the Web for our business. And a very wise speaker said, the mouse doesn't have judgment. And that has stuck in my head so many times when I've had clients come to me that were relying too much on an internet search and not enough on a professional that's, that sees it from the ground. Yeah, all of this discussion, and, and it's, it's, it's prevalent in the real estate field on AI, right? Yes. Artificial intelligence. Yes. And, and we think about what the internet did for car, you know, shopping for a car or shopping for a home, right? Sure, it's easier to maybe see that house or that car. It's maybe easier to see a picture of it than, than think about the old days when a broker had a little book in their office that you had to leaf through that only had pictures of the front door. Black, 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 black. I remember those days. <laughs> right? So, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's really advanced as far as that, but think about what happens when you find it, right? That's where that cliff begins now, right? AI can only take you to the house you want. And then you kind of got to go, or the commercial property, you kind of go, now what? Yeah. And and that's what these professionals do. They have access to forms. They have access to uh, legal counsel. They have their own expertise, mortgage lenders, inspectors. That's the one thing realtors would tell the general public, how important an inspection is and the legally binding paperwork uh, that they can help you with. Inspections, right. for especially for homes, maybe not so much for commercial, but for homes have become a whole nother level. It's a whole separate new it's negotiation. It's it, it spun off its own industry it on, has. on inspections, and it's a good thing. So, you know, if you're telling somebody why use a realtor, that's the pitch alone. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's something a residential realtor wished their customer would know, That no no doubt right. about it. I know. I, I wish they knew more before they came to us about financing. I wish they'd let us talk to them a little bit more about what that's going to be like, you know. Well, Robin, we're going to have to ra wrap up this segment. Uh, are we out of time? We are. Well, we appreciate you coming in. Kyle Fisher from Realtors Association of Lincoln. Um, he helps everyone in our industry see the big picture, and we appreciate what you do for us. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Coming up next, Corey Hart, Nebraska Prep Equipment, fitting up your first restaurant. What a fun segment for somebody who's a chef uh, with an inner burning desire to open up a restaurant. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. 
LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This city is my city and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here. I got it made And if I have my way, I'm gonna stay. Ever be It's Grow Lincoln. 1499.3 KLIN. If you see construction and remodeling around Lincoln and wonder what it is, provide us with an approximate address, a photo if you have it, and tell us what you do know about it. We'll check out. We'll check it out further for you. And this segment is possible today because of Realtors Association of Lincoln, Sarder Hammond Jewelers, Lincoln Electric System. Are you a chef dreaming of opening your first restaurant? We've got just the person for you to um, come into our show today. Corey Hart from Nebraska Prep Equipment knows what it's like to fit up a new restaurant. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. How are you guys? What inputs into the systems and equipment that you sell have been in have been affected by the economy that we are experiencing have you like have you felt it as the price of steel and and, you know inflation is that affecting your industry yeah so to be honest with you uh we've actually seen a lot of pricing stabilize um if not come down so it was worse during the pandemic i I wouldn't say so much during the pandemic but probably the year or two following that and a lot of that probably stems from uh lack of uh, raw material slow production so on and so forth so to see these prices stabilize and come down, it's kind of nice to see. You know, and that's kind of a twofold, though, too, because as restaurant and hospitality industry owners are facing the uh, increase in labor wages they're having to pay, so it kind of has the ebb and flows. So your startups may be a little less than what they were two years ago, but we're paying staff a lot higher That's now. So true, yeah. That's one thing to take in consideration. But you are our only guest today that's reported anything going down in price. Well, so. I'm glad I can do that. <laughs> and, you know, I had just uh, some other things on that. A lot of the the equipment we sell and what we see in the industry is imported. So as the oceanic freights, the container surcharges, a lot of that has dropped off. Oceanic freights really? come down. Yeah. That's really helped. I just did some quick math here real fast. You know, we were paying almost $20,000 in surcharges on a 40-foot container that holds 40 double-door refrigerators. That's $500 per unit in Ooh. just a surcharge. Wow. So if we can take that off, obviously that helps lower the cost. Well, I mean, that's the sort of thing that people don't think about unless they have to think about it. Correct. Right. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Talk about the wide range of costs between a food truck renting maybe a second generation restaurant space versus a higher capitalized restaurant that's doing a custom build job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we work with anyone from us just starting a food truck, food trucks moving into a restaurant facility um, and then the higher end sit down establishments. And they all have their they all have their high cost items, and it kind of just depends on what our customers are looking to serve their customer. Um, is it an experience with the food? Is it experience with the dining atmosphere? You know, like I always think the old rock and roll runs that they're coming right. out on the. So it kind of just depends on what your dream is to provide your guests. Uh, I've got a well. Let me ask another question. Yeah. Let me ask another question. Uh, how do the startups? finance their equipment. I know in some industries, you know, the the people who, you know, are the equipment people will 
finance them or have mm -hmm. some way for them to finance them. Is that happening in your industry? It is. So we actually don't offer financing internally, but we do work with a third-party company that does a lease-to-own structure finance, uh, very little down, and it's usually a 24-month lease-to-own cycle. Um, not to discourage anybody from going that route, but we do kind of recommend our customer to try the traditional, you know, a local bank here in Lincoln or surrounding communities, try to do that traditional financing first, just because in the long run, it, it's going to save you a little bit more money. Um, we also, in our business, our company, we do accept credit cards, checks, and cash as well. So for those people that are just looking to personally front the money. Going back to the question about the wide range of costs between purchasing something that's or renting something that's already built versus finishing something out that hasn't been built. What city, county, state codes are most likely to trip up a restaurant operator trying to fit out a restaurant space? You bet. So I think we've talked about this in the past, but ventilation systems, hoods, fire Boy, those are expensive. They are absolutely expensive. And so is that the biggest bottleneck you see? I, w I would think so. The problem I see a lot of times is it's it's an afterthought. It's not thought of in the beginning planning stages. So you get hit with an expense of potentially $30,000 on the back end when you are already kind of strapped for that startup budget. Uh, so we just recommend everyone start with your health inspector, start with your fire inspector, inspector figure out exactly what your needs are going to be so you know that expense going into this before your dream gets crushed at the tail end of things. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of facilities that have hoods that people think, all right, this is perfect. But they're not up to code. They're right. aged out. They don't have fire yeah. suppression. So always start with the health inspector, the fire inspector. Let's get that uh, taken care of first, and then we can start putting the equipment underneath of it. Well, talk about hoods. Uh, sometimes people are going into these multi-story buildings, and they're having a problem with putting in a hood because there's multiple stories above them and trying to vent them properly and, and whatnot. So yeah, you can't go up. Yeah, you've got you've got some issues that everybody needs to know that ahead of time. Correct, but I'm nice sure Robin's had to deal with this before, and I know I have. You, you, it, whenever you've got somebody in that situation. Yep. And just to kind of follow up on that, you know, fortunately we're seeing a lot of these uh, food equipment manufacturers. They're getting innovative with uh, equipment that can produce the same quality product that doesn't require hoods. So that's kind of nice to see. Oh, good. It's yeah. going to cost a little bit more up front, but if you take out the expense of the hood. It kind of balances itself out. I, I think that it might be good. If, if this is the biggest bottleneck, this might be good to talk about as type one hood, type two. Who needs what? That's ultimately going to depend on what you're putting underneath of it. What, what, court, what kind of food dream is going to result in a more expensive hood? Well, anytime you have open fire, anytime you have grease, that kind of stuff is the first one that comes to mind for the, the best fire suppression systems. If you're dealing with steam or... Uh, contained heat it kind of changes if you're reheating things or or if you're using say electric convection oven uh that's not producing steam or an open flame uh you start figuring in proteins versus vegetables it, it changes everything so again go to the professionals first yeah very good um any what who which client are you most proud of helping in recent months I would say most recently, the one that comes to mind is uh, Stories Coffee. They're uh, Stories Coffee. Stories Coffee Company. They're an Omaha-based company. Uh, they opened up actually at 13th and O in the Union Bank Place. Uh, they do everything from their own roasted coffees, espressos, and a wide range of uh, a food menu as well. So go check them out if you haven't done it already. And if you're in Omaha, 
there in Omaha and Gretna as well. Dory's Coffee taking on the big guys in Lincoln. Absolutely. So we wish them absolute uh, good luck with their future. Yeah. Thanks, Corey. Thanks a lot for coming. That's all for Grow Lincoln. Send us photos of businesses opening, closing, or relocating via Facebook or Twitter X.